Hello. Hey, it's the Katie Canine Show. I'm here every Sunday at noon. I'm your nooner every Sunday from noon to two. So hopefully you guys take the time and uh, floating in a pool somewhere. <laughs> Float in your kiddie pool. Uh, my girlfriends are taking the pontoon out today on Big Marine Lake. I envy them. Because uh, here I am and there they are, but that's okay. <laughs> so it's okay. Well, well, like I think though, when I get home, I'm gonna have to take my kitty pool out and just kind of dangle for a while. <laughs> you know, it, it does make a difference. So it could be really hot, and our water is really cold as well, water. And so when you put it in there, it's almost like putting your feet in a uh, cold spring. And anyway, it's like, well, it really cools your body down quickly by just dangling in the pool. You don't even have to sit in there to get, you know, cool, cool. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> okay, what has four legs but never stands? Ellie? Mm, uh, table? Close. Chair. A chair. <laughs> so, anyway, it's a chair, but table could be too. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. But anyway, okay. Uh, we got a caller on the line? Yeah, we do. So we have Mary on, whose dog doesn't ask to go outside to go to the bathroom. Ah. Hi, Mary. Hi, how are you doing today? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? Uh, Golden Doodle. And, uh, she's about four months old, and we're in the process of training. And we've tried the bell by the door, um, and she'll use it occasionally. But we're trying to figure out, trying to get her to use that more consistently. Um, and I know that potty training is a lot about training the adult, uh, as opposed to the pet. So we're working on that too. But just wondering if there's some tips and tips. To get okay. To, to go. Okay. First of all, I don't believe in the bells, uh, okay. especially especially when you're training a puppy. And the reason okay. is potty training itself is hard enough, and you're putting an extra step into it. You know what I mean? As far as you know, first okay. ring the bell, doorbells, and then we're the bells, and then we're going to go outside. But then you got to see it from the dog's point of view. After a while, they learn that if I ring the bells, the dog the door opens, and I get to go outside. So what happens is they, they ring the bells, they you take them out to go potty. Okay, you come back in, and no, you're not even in for five minutes, and the dog is digging the bells again because he wants to go <laughs> yeah. back outside. So then what happens, yeah. you open them and let him go back out again, and now, and now it's a vicious circle because you can't take a chance that he's not... Doesn't you know he just came in, so he may not. He doesn't have to go again. Well, he might, you know. So that's why yeah. I don't like the bells, is because it's an extra step in the scheme of things. Maybe if you want to introduce the bells later, once they understand potty, then you can okay. throw that in. But at four months, it's not the dog's job to let you know that they have to go potty. What it is is okay. your job as a mom to understand how the the how the puppies works okay so first okay. of all the first time the, the uh, first thing in the morning that's what we're going to do first thing in the morning uh, p uh piddle or uh, uh more, first potty in the morning you should always get a uh, uh a doo-doo and a piddle okay now what yep. you're going to do is you take the dog outside on a 15 foot lead okay uh -huh. you stay bring him to the potty spot staying still Tell them what you want. Go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. Now, you stand okay. still. Don't walk around. And now, if uh -huh. the dog does the piddle, just very calmly go, good potty, very nice, good potty. Okay, it's only a minute and a half. Wait 15 more seconds. Okay, there's no doo-doo. Remember, this is the first potty of the day. Bring them back uh -huh. in. Wait a minute or two. On, keep them with you on the line. Take them back out. Stand still to the potty spot. Go potty, go potty. Now, if there's still no doo-doo for that second time out, this is the morning potty, bring them back in. Now, do you use a kennel? Um, 
Yes, at night. Okay, we're going to use the kennel during the day also. So what you're going to oh, do is okay. br- bring them back in, put them in the kennel, and feed them. Okay, now um, 10 minutes after he gets done eating, you're going to open the, the kennel, and then you're going to take the bowl out. Now you're going to take them back outside to the potty spot. Stand still, tell them what you want, go potty, go potty. Ten to one, that you'll get a doo-doo then, okay? When something okay. goes in the front door, something will come out the back door, all right? <laughs> okay. okay, and so the thing is, is the main times they have to go potty is the first thing in the morning when they wake up, right after they wake up from a nap, right after they get done playing, and about ten minutes or so after they get done eating or drinking. That's the main time they have to go potty, all right? Okay. Okay, now when they do go potty, remember, we're not going to say good girl or good boy to the pupper. Anytime the dog does something well for you, you're just going to go, thank you. Or very nice, very nice. Be calm and steady. Be what you want the pup to be, all right? Do not play tug-of-war or wrestling games with the dog at this point. That teaches the dog to grow up to be a pushy against adult people. All right. The main thing that people have to, you know, and if you're going to play fetch, you only lob it. Don't whip it, you know, like whip it across the okay. room. Just lob it uh-huh. to teach him to go out and go to whatever you point to to go potty, all right? I go potty, I mean, okay. go pick it up and then go bring it back okay. to you. Uh, your walks, okay. uh, four months old, four blocks total. So that's going to be two out okay. and two back. Four months, okay. four blocks, two out, two back. You can do it as many times as you want, but not as steady, okay? Okay. And then when they're five months, it's five blocks, six months, is six blocks. And then okay. now what food are you feeding? Uh, Nutrisource. Yay. Okay, yeah, now, are you, are you rehydrating it, or are you just feeding it dry? Uh, we put water in it. Okay, put the water in, and then until the, all the uh, kibbles float, and then put it oh, aside. Okay. Put it aside, okay. and then come back in a half hour, and all the water should be gone and absorbed into the food. And oh, if it's okay. not, add a little more water, and okay. then wait a little bit. And then what you're going to do is then you're going to put your... Uh, you're going to put your your supplements in, your probiotic, your digestive enzyme, and maybe your fish oil. Okay? Once a day, you're going to oh. do supplements. Okay? Because every dog, every pup should be on supplements, the probiotic, the digestive enzymes, and the um, fish oil, until they're about six months for sure. And then after okay. that, you can back off it a couple times a week. But the whole thing is, pups go through so much. You know, they, the, the stress of le- uh, being weaned from mom, the stress of le- leaving their mom and the litter mate, the stress of who are you, the stress of being um, all the vaccinations, the stress of being probably dewormed. And so that plays a hit on their gut. And so you want to okay. replenish the gut before they actually, you know, uh, hit, take a header. All right? And then you have to repair it. Well, I want to be proactive, not reactive. Okay. And so you can just stay on top of stuff like that, okay? okay. But the big um, thing... Does go the, ahead. Does the Nutrisource sell that? Or what, what's it called? What? The, the, pro, the, the, pro, yeah, the probiotics, the digestive enzymes, those are two separate things. Um, I like vitalplanet.com, and I like animalessentials.com. They have the okay. better ones. Okay, the ones okay. at most of the local stores, pet stores, they, they're not as potent as those are. Okay, they're cheaper, and the reason why they're cheaper because there's not much to them. So that's okay. why, like, so you want to get the better ones is what you want. All right, so and, the reason why, and the reason why you're rehydrating the food is because dogs aren't meant to eat dry food dry. That's a human convenience. And okay. so it's easier on their digestive system if you rehydrate it. Where they can just, you know, at the stomach, because dogs don't chew their food, they, they just swallow it. 
Okay. Oh. And then people, what they do is they get these puzzles so the dog swallows it slower, but it still goes in whole. And so that's what we want to do is we want to undo that. We want, we want to rehydrate it so the digestive system doesn't work, have to work so hard. Okay. Because okay. okay. a lot of loose stools is from that, or constipation is also from that. But they can't compensate for all the dry matter, so you can't drink enough water, especially pups. Oh. Okay. 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 Uh, can, can you say those names again? Vitae Essentials? No. Nope. Nope. Oh. It's called Vital, V-I-T-A-L, Planet. Huh? Dot com. Okay. Yep. And then Animal Essentials. Animal com. Okay? Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, I you really bet. If you got any it. other questions, just give me a holler up at Katie's Canines, okay? Oh, okay, thank you. Bye-bye. You betcha. Bye-bye. Okay, Ellie's official. <laughs> You're <Are> hot? You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm melting. I might, by the time I leave here, I may weigh two pounds. <laughs> Highly unlikely, but it, it's a possibility. <laughs> no, like I said, I'm not heat sensitive. And my, does anybody know what the temperature is out here right now? Do you guys know? It's 90? If they say it's 90, I tend to disagree. I think it feels like 90. It's getting worse <laughs> by the second. Yeah, it's just, but there was a breeze that was coming to back kind of regularly, and all of a sudden that stopped. And so it's just like, holy crap. But yeah, so she said it's 90, but no, oh well. I'll make it. I know I will. <laughs> Okay. Okay, you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Does anybody here have a question for me? I just want to give everybody a question. Nope, nope, nope. We're by the lactation station and that's been fairly busy today. So I don't know. I would never when I had Cassandra, my daughter, she was there now thirty nine. Okay, I would not take her to the fair until she was eight. Because I was not going to tolerate, you know, bring the kid, you know, here, and they start screaming and hollering about two minutes after I get here, okay? So we used to go to uh, uh, Coma Park and pretend that that was the fair. <laughs> we went on rides. We got to see animals. <laughs> and so what she, she didn't realize that, that that was not the fair until she got a little bit older. said, Mom, this is Coma Park. I said, yeah, I know. It's not the state fair. I know that, too, but you believed it. <laughs> and you had fun, didn't you? Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> but I, so I wanted till she, she, till she got older. And anyway, uh, and she was never a big fair person either. But that's how I got, you know, and plus it was about half the price. Uh, uh, you spend a lot more, lot less money going to Como Park than going to, uh, to the state fair. So anyway, so what people that bring, I just I admire them. I don't know, by the time I would get home, I need a, a keg, take me away Cal gun and a couple cocktails <laughs> after bringing a kid to, to the fair. So I admire anybody that does. Okay, where are we at? That time? Yeah, let's head to commercial. Okay, true or false? Fleas can jump 200 times their body length. True or false? Uh, flea can jump 200 times their body length. All right, thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, we only got 45 minutes left. Not even 45 minutes, 40 minutes. You know, left of the great Minnesota get-together here at My Talk Live shows until next year. So, uh, once again, if you want to get the Katie Canine uh, t-shirt or any other the merch for all the other uh, shows, uh, all this, go to mytalk1071.com. Put in fair, keyword fair. That's where I made my mistake. I put state fair. But anyway, put fair and then click on the... Uh, Ferris wheel, and you'll be able to get to it, okay? So any of the merch you can order, order online, whether it's uh, uh, Jason and Alex, whether it's uh, uh, Don and Steve, Bradley and 
Dawn, and then Lauren, Julia, and myself, and Weekly Dish, and blah, Shop Girls. We're all there. So check it out. So, all right. Uh, uh, got a holler. Got a question. Give a holler. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay. True or false? Can uh, a fleas can jump two hundred times their body length? True or false? It's either one hundred or two hundred. So true. True. Ding 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 <laughs> ding ding. Okay. What it equivalates to? Is that even a word? Equivalates to. <laughs> What that equates to? Okay, thank you. <laughs> I put two words together. <laughs> Is a human being able to jump over a 70-story building? That's what that equates to. And that's, and that's how something. fleas spread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, and right now, because it's hard to tell, but, you know, we are going to be getting cool days. And so now when the days are warm and the nights are cool, that's when um, uh, fleas are looking for a good place to call for the winter. And so remember, you can use diatomaceous earth food grade, diatomaceous earth. You could pat it on your cats, put it in a um, baby sock, zip tie, zip tie it shut, and then pat it on the back of the neck and the shoulders of the dog or cat, pat it on their chest, and then where their tails come to the butt, pat right there. And uh, what it does is when a flea, any crustacean walks through it, it scrapes their shell and they die, They it scrapes the shell and they uh they dehydrate and die without any chemicals or anything like that, right? So diatomaceous earth, you can get it online. I just got a new bag because I, I, I use it in the chicken coop and stuff like that. So anyway, just put it in a baby sock and pat whatever you want, all right? Because like I said, start thinking, and then get a good flea comb. And then what I'd start doing is once a week, do a underneath the chin, underneath the jaw, and then the chin, and then just go down the throat through the chest, and then by the butt or the tail, um, and the uh, butt meat, okay, flea comb there, and then between the back legs, because fleas like where it's warm on the dogs or cats, all right? So the flea comb is going to be your big, and then I always use a jar of warm water with a little bit of Dawn soap in it and mix it. So if I do find a flea, I dip, dip the cone in the, the jar, and then it, it, uh, the, the soap coats the wings of the flea so he cannot jump out of the thing. That's what we just learned. How fast they can, or how high they can jump. Okay, we got it. We got a, uh, got a question here. So hold on. Hi, and what's your name? Jolyn. And what's your question? Okay, I have a dog with a very, very high small game prey drive, and uh, normally he's pretty stealthy and a good hunter and catches all kinds of bunnies, but. When he's in the house and he sees a bunny in the yard, he goes crazy and barks frenetically. But that always seems to be at 3 a.m. <laughs> of the back slider. And I... What do you do when he does that? Um, I shush him and drag him into the bedroom where he sleeps on his bed, but he prefers to sleep on the couch. <laughs> There's more stuff to watch on the couch than in the bedroom. <laughs> okay, we'll address that. We've got a prey drive uh, stealth. Dog. What kind of dog was it? I'm sorry. Pick bulbous. Okay, okay. And so, um, okay, do do stay up here for a little bit. Um, so now, when he do you have a fenced in yard? Okay. So, okay. Okay, he's a successful hunter. Okay. 
Okay, when you get a, high, a dog with a high prey drive, which is very good at catching bunnies and squirrels and chipmunks and such like that. Okay, now the problem was is that when he's inside, like 3 o'clock in the morning, he hears something, he's, he's on guard, correct? And so now, have you ever kennel trained him? Okay, no. Okay, yeah. Because, see, the thing is, obviously, when you're sleeping and they alert to something, you're going to be alerted, too. And so what you've got to try to do is if the rest of the things doesn't bother you, like him, you know, killing the varmints in your yard, the fenced-in yard, then what you've got to do is contain the nighttime so he can't wake you up like that. So that, that it's either put duct tape on his eyes. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. You either put him in a kennel or a room that he can't alert to something. Um, you could try a bark collar at night. So if he gets up to bark, it's going to be an immediate reaction to his action. Now, the bark collar I'm talking about is one that it, it, um, it, you hear the ding, okay? And then if he chooses to bark again, then he gets a jiggle, a vibrate, okay? And then if he chooses to bark again, then he gets a zing. So it's a ding, a zing, uh, I mean, uh, okay, a, j a wiggle and a zing, okay? And it's an immediate to there, you know, not one that you hit the button with. It's an immediate to reaction to their reaction. So that's what I would try because that's about the only thing, just like when dogs are barking at things outside, by the time you open the door to say something about it or open the window, they shut up. So you tell them to quiet. Well, they are quiet because they shut up when they heard the door or the window. And so now by the time he's in motion, you know, in the middle of the night, you know, uh, if you want something that right off the bat is going to get into his head. Right. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I would try the bark collar. There's tons of them out there, but just remember, you want one that not, that you don't hit the remote. All right. No, we don't want that. We want one that is a, it just drawn off his vocal cords, and you're just going to put it on him at night so that you're not woken up in the wee hours of the morning. What about the ones that no, that the she was mentioning about the citronella collars. <laughs> it works for about two times, and then it's like you got something else. No, it, it doesn't work. And that citronella in the face is not a good thing. Anyway, you could just you could use plain water instead of citrus, citronella oil. But yeah, most dogs they, they it works for a couple of times and after that it's kinda like, Oh, I get a free shower. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you get the collars they have different settings. So that's what you want to do is you wanna set you wanna set it and find out. Start with the lowest and work your way up, okay? Okay, yeah, you betcha. And see, that's just, that's tough. And just like I say, outside dogs that are barking or, you know, fence fighting or whatever type thing. The only thing, you know, you know I hate the way the e-collars are being used nowadays. Uh, if they don't sit, zing. If you don't down, zing. If you don't come, zing. I hate that. The only time the bark collars have come so far with those that they're not going to hurt. They surprise the dog, but they're not going to hurt the dog. And so that's why you want one that dings first. And if he blows to the ding, then it vibrates. And if he blows to the vibration then he gets a zing okay that's the best ones to get and then pretty soon they're just listening to the ding and you don't have to worry about the zing or anything else anymore but if you have a barker that barks outside and then um a one like she said in the middle of the night hears something and, and the alarm is off and going because dogs can hear 300 times better than us so they're going to hear a scuffle outside between raccoons or or something you know so oh you oh, you know what happened ellie what did I tell you about this? The, the neighbor across the street has got some uh, cameras. I don't have any cameras, right? And she, the other a week and a half ago, she said there was a big black, white, black bear coming down our driveway to cross over the street to their driveway. But it was coming from our place. 
And so now for the last week and a half, I've been making sure I could do chores before it's dark so that I won't be surprised by something that's black and in the dark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the worst thing about those black bears is not not them surprising you, you surprising them. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know. I was just kind of like, oh. And so, like I said, yeah, because I knew there's been bears around the whole neighborhood. Everybody's reporting it. But then it's like, well, uh, we're pretty lucky down here. and we don't. I don't feed the birds. And usually that's what they go for is the bird feeders. No. Okay, what goes on and off and has an I in in the middle? What goes on and off and has an I in the middle? We'll be back. Introducing Old Dutch's two newest flavors, Dutch Crunch Garden Herb and Everything Bagel Popcorn. Garden Herb Kettle Chips are seasoned with a flavorful medley of fresh herbs and spices to make any occasion worth reminiscing about. Premium Everything Bagel Popcorn is another new must-try. Flavored with a delicious blend of sesame seeds, poppy seeds, dried onion, and garlic that's sure to be one of your new favorites. Stop by your local grocery or convenience store to pick up your favorite local snacks. Old Dutch Foods. Quality lives here. All right, we're back. Hey, we're winding down for the Minnesota Great Get Together here at My Talk 1071. Merch building will be open to, uh, tonight till 8, and I believe tomorrow to 8. So if you need some t shirts, and we have giveaway um, free tote bags, that says My Talk, and it holds a lot. I'll tell you, it holds a lot. And it's so very expandable. I found that out last week when I kind of stuffed mine with things I just had to have. <laughs> so anyway. Okay, what goes on and on and has an eye in the middle? Any ideas? Uh, my brain. I think, all the, I think all the brains out here are fried. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be I thinking if I was I out know, there. I get it. Do you know what it is? What goes on and on and has an eye in the middle? What? Okay, anybody? <laughs> nope. Oh. Okay, an onion. On. On and on. And has an, and eye, an eye in the middle. In the middle. Onion. Also has layers. They, yes, it does. Yes, it does. You got one more dad joke for the, because you only got one more break, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, God made did that perfect. Okay, so we got a caller on the line? <laughs> yeah, we do. So this Who is Diane, whose new rescue chihuahua doesn't really seem to like to play. Ah. Hi there. Did you say Joanna? Uh, Diane. Diane. Okay, there you go. i got to write this down, you know. Okay, Diane. Hey, Diane. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. It's warm out here at the Minnesota State Fair, but we're muddling through. So, <laughs> so okay, now you got a new chihuahua? Yeah, she's... Um, they, I, she was about, they think she was four years old when I got her. Okay. And I've had her for about a year. She's okay. She's a chihuahua and a miniature Italian greyhound mix. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. Pardon? Okay. And um, so she just, I mean, she absolutely, I mean, I've gotten all kinds of different toys, you know, balls and, and plush toys and mm -hmm. rubber toys. Squeaky, she just she has absolutely no interest. She'll just stare at it. Yeah. And That's so I'm going to like, is there anything I can do to get her? You know, is there anything different? Yeah. No. What you do is that number one. Uh, now, does she have any play buddies? No, she doesn't. Okay. Is there anybody within your circle, family, friends, neighbors, coworkers that has a dog that maybe she can befriend? You know what? I'm going to be moving, and there probably will be. 
Okay. Because dogs, if they have had a, uh, what do you want to call it, a bad beginning, like they're a puppy mill dog or whatever type thing, okay, they yeah. just know other dogs and they know cages or kennels, okay? Mm-hmm. And so they don't know what a toy is. You're thinking every dog should come when they're called, every dog should know their name, every dog should bring a ball out, they should go nuts over it. No, these dogs mm-hmm. have no, like they look at you like, Sprechende Deutsch, they have no <laughs> idea what these are for. And so the, the only way that they, they learn is they learn from each other. So if you have another dog that likes to play fetch, mm-hmm. what's going to happen is by her, yours, watching that other one. And it might, let's see, it took my Ethel of watching Gilligan probably about nine months before she okay. even attempted to like trot out a little bit. And then turn around and come back like, nope, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. And then about a year, then she'd run halfway out, okay, but then turn around and come back. And so it took oh, wow. a little over a year for her to actually run. And I mean run out, I mean maybe four feet in front of me, okay. I didn't mm-hmm. wing it. I, you lob it close to you. And sometimes by you walking over to it and kind of kicking it with your feet and saying, oh, what is this, pick it up, come on, pick it up, you can do it, you can do it, pick it up, make it a big deal. And then sometimes mm-hmm. they'll come in and they'll touch it and you, and you just go, oh, good, 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 good. You know, so what mm-hmm. you got to do is help them understand these are your toys and this is what we do with the toys. You're not okay. alone. Many, many people rescue dogs, okay, and um, mm-hmm. uh, they're just disappointed as heck. They don't know how to fetch. They don't know what a toy. They got every toy known to man trying to find something the dog would be interested in. <laughs> yeah, and so the thing is, pick up all the toys, okay, don't overwhelm yourself or the dog, and just find mm-hmm. something that's kind of interesting, you know, and then, like I say, just play with that one. Don't overwhelm the dog with different sensations in their mouth, all right? Okay. So just like, I don't, do you know what a Buddha rope is? It's a twisted, like a cotton with knots at each yes. side, and they're kind of frayed. That's what I started yes. Ethel out with, because it was a, a real small one. Because what it is, is that it's easier in their mouth to hold. Okay, it's mm-hmm. long, so you can grab it if need be. Okay, and it was okay. just easier for her to scoop up, pick up, and bring back. That's what I did, is I, I did a mini, and I remember my Ethel was 3.2 3. pounds, right? So I had a okay. mini boodle rope is what I had. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, Aww. so it, it's a long haul, but it can be done. But you just got to have okay. some fun. Otherwise, the best thing to do with the dogs that don't play, take them for walks, and then mm-hmm. you got to build their confidence through, like, teaching tricks, doing, you know, just do some teaching stuff, and then eventually that is the dog becomes... Uh, uh, a little bit more when they they have when they haven't had much input, you know, because of their beginnings, mm-hmm. they're they tiptoe, uh, you know, they're not sure, they don't have that confidence, and so that's by right. training they build the confidence, and then it also builds inquisitiveness. Whereas let let me check this out, you know, because confidence mm-hmm. builds inquisitiveness, right? Okay, like, right. but if they don't have the confidence, they're gonna look at it, and go, no, you'd go, I ain't going there, I'm not going there. So that's what you want to do. So that's why build the confidence and then put all the toys away. Maybe donate some to the, if you've got a lot, <laughs> donate some back to the rescue groups. Yeah, uh, because I've done like, that already. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why just get the Buddha rope, something simple. And then, like I said, just kind of work with it. And uh, eventually she will. Like I said, it took my Ethel a year before she even attempted. And since she followed Gilligan, she, my Gilligan would race out, get it, pick it up, and bring it back. And so she would mm-hmm. just sit there while we would play fetch. And that, okay, yeah, I don't do this dumb, dumb. But then, what, then it got to that when Gilligan would turn and bring it back to me, she'd race out to him and then follow him to me. 
Okay, that was oh, her wow. game. Is to pick them up okay. halfway back and then come back. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I went to get the toy from Gilligan, she'd back off like, okay, okay, I don't understand this. And so then pretty soon she'd race all the way out with them. You're like, okay, we're going for this. Like she has no, had no idea what we're doing. And so then as soon as he would pick it up and spin and come back, she'd go, oh my gosh, she's coming towards me. <laughs> and then the Aww. race was on to get back to me. Okay, but so then mm-hmm. she started to learn to interact and have fun with the other dogs instead of just sitting there and watching and observing she learned to mm-hmm. interact and so it, it's, a, it's a process but the whole thing is is that just use one toy and don't overwhelm the dog with you know other to- you know because everything has a texture a smell whatever but i'd try the booty right. thing mm-hmm. okay Okay. No, okay. that sounds great. Thank yep. you. You betcha. Teach tricks, too. You know, empower this dog. Mentally stimulate it. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Ann. Thank Have a great you. day. You bet. You Bye-bye. Too. Bye-bye. Is that fans that blow on you? On your? Wow. This gal looks like earmuffs. I saw you came in. <laughs> You know, whereas these things are on the east side of her face. Yeah, and she's like walking and she's smiling. She's smiling. Look at that. I hadn't seen that before. God, the things you see at the fair, huh? (laughs) (laughs) A thing that goes over around your shoulder or, you know, behind your neck, and then these little round fans point up to you. So, yeah, I've seen those actually. Oh, have you? I think Lori was using one of those earlier this week. (laughs) Oh, was she? Oh, was she? I wonder where she got it. Yeah, that's crazy. The Lord knows she loves her gadgets. Oh, yeah, that's so do I. But you know, she takes the time to go find them. I just like I happen out. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, I need to have this. I don't go seeking. So it is what it is. There's no problem. Okay. Technology is not attempted to solve. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Except for maybe it could be cooler. No, <laughs> one major fan over the uh, the state fair. So that would just give us a breeze through here like it's crazy. Oh, well, do we got anybody online? <laughs> no, we don't have anyone up right now, but it's a good no time way. to go to commercial. Oh, it is. Okay, well, then why don't we do that? Okay, let's see what I got. Okay, what sort of animal is a slug? What sort of an animal is a slug? Hey, ho, we're down to the last break for this year's uh, Minnesota State Fair at MyTalk1071.com. And remember, if you uh, all the merch that you see here at the booth, you can get it online by going to mytalk1071.com. Uh, put, type in fair, and then click on the Ferris wheel, and then that will get you to all of them, not just my T-shirt. You can order online all of you know, for every one of the shows, Alexis and Jason and Don and Steve and uh, Bradley and Dawn. I keep trying to remember the pairing up. <laughs> Such a, all of a sudden it escapes You've been me. here so long that for you, it's like they change every they like, do. other well, week. Well, right yeah, all of a sudden i got to think. It's like, okay, it used to be a Ian and Marjorie. <laughs> I have to stop think for a second to actually really think. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so hopefully, and if, uh, now just a heads up to, uh, last call for the 1973 class, class of 1973, Alexander Ramsey. Um, that's what I'm going to, uh, I graduated there on 73, 50 years. Uh, so if you're a, um, uh, a graduate or alumni, whatever, anyone uh, help celebrate the 50 years, uh, uh, give me a ca- call or up Katie's Canines or go to uh, mytalk1071 uh, to, and get the, email me, all right, if you want to know about the stuff that's coming up this Friday and Saturday for the 50-year reunion of Alexander Ramsey. All right. Let's see. What sort of animal is a slug? Is this a joke or a fact? It's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. Then, yes. um, uh, 
s- baseball. <laughs> what sort of animal is a slug? Okay, you ready? I don't know. A snail with a housing problem. <laughs> I like that one. Actually. There you go. A snail with a housing program. Uh, that is what sort of animal is a slug. I'm going to use go. that one. There you go. Okay, jot it down, jot it down. <laughs> okay, we're going to wind it down. Do we have a, do we have a question? Yeah, so we have Ginny, who has a cat that's shy, but is thinking about getting another pet. Okay. Hi, Jenny. How you doing? Okay, how are you? Good, good. How old's your cat? Um, Heidi is four. Four, and have you had her since the kitten? Yeah, um, I had her in the downstairs basement for a year, and my other okay. cat's passed on. Okay. Okay. Okay, um, now... What you know? How is she like when people come and visit you? Is she like want to be held and does she snuggle with people or does she run and hide the whole time they're there? Um, she runs in the away and then she comes out back out in about ten minutes. Oh, okay. And then once she comes out, then she's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Okay. So, what kind of pet are you thinking about getting? Um, this might sound crazy. Um. Uh, Possibly a rabbit. Okay. Or a younger Maine Coon. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, rabbits, they make good, good pets. But now, the thing is that some cats, like my cat with a K, has killed many rabbits. Okay. And yep. so it, it's, it, it can, I know a lot of people that have dogs, cats, rabbits, all in the same house, and they all get along. Okay, so it just depends on the personality of the dog and the cat. And the rabbit and such like that. So you, you can work on it. You know, it's anybody's guess is that how it's going to work, right? Uh, right. But now as far as like getting, you're saying then another cat? Did you get another cat? Yeah, a younger one. Okay. That would be smaller than her. Okay. Yeah, if, you, if it's a man coon, though, it's not going to be small for very long. <laughs> right. It's right. going to be this, yeah, you know, it's going to be 25, 30 pounds. So, <laughs> and right. see, main, most of the Maine Coons are very, very laid back. You know, they're, they're a kitten. If you get a kitten, yeah, they're rambunctious, all right? Um, but, but as they age, Maine Coons are very, very uh, calm, cuddly cats. That's why everybody loves them so much, all right? Okay. And mm-hmm. so, so it's just how you introduce them. That's how they're all going to get along. I would strongly suggest to get a male, not a female. Because it's mm, harder okay. to join two females together, either in the cat world or the dog world, than okay. if you got one of each, all right? Then it, okay. has a, it has a tendency to go easier as far as okay. creating. Like, the, what you, if you bring the, let's say you get the cat or the rabbit, you bring them home in a carry kettle and let your cat sniff them. You know, leave, the, yep. leave the newcomer in the, car, in the car, kennel itself. All right, and then um, let them sniff, and then now uh, you're gonna have a separate room for the rabbit or for that cat, okay? Right. And then, um, uh, then you're gonna like at at night, you know, everybody's in their places where they normally are. Okay, then during the days, then take your cat, the existing cat, and put it into the rabbit's room or the mancoon's room, and take those and let them come out and sniff around, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Okay, so. Yep, and so then, um, and then there again, then put them back into the, uh, then put the existing cat in the carry kennel and let them sniff around her. So you just want to get them to like each other without having a battle and then hate each other right off the bat. You know, by, by visiting each other's living quarters and visiting, be able to get close enough to sniff, 
them in the kennel, you know, and then it can go smoother and smoother, and pretty soon you, you'll be able to tell, you know, test trial, how is this all going to go? Okay. Okay. So yep. yes, you just got to do it slowly. Is what you got to do. Don't be in a hurry to blend them. Everybody wants to do it for a week and then no more. Especially if you're going to be bringing a rabbit into the situation, that I would need right. to pay a lot of really attention to to see if that cat is really going to keep that rabbit safe. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it can be done. But like I said, if you're going to get another cat, get a male cat. All right. You have an easier time of it, and then just. Okay. Do it, do it slow and steady, and then hopefully everybody get along, and, and it might bring the, your existing cat, you know, out of its shell a little bit, too. Okay? Okay. Yep. Okay. Any questions? All right. Thank you. Okay, yep. you bet. Have a great day. Yeah, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you go. It's, and more and more people are getting rabbits. Did I ever tell you about my one rabbit, Ellie? No, you had, had a rabbit? Sniffles. It was, my, <laughs> it was my first rabbit. It was uh, white and tan. It was a Dutch rabbit. And anyway, and so Sniffles came in for the winter. My dad made him like a cage underneath the laundry tub, uh, a big laundry sink, I should say. And anyway, and so we'd let Sniffles run around and stuff like that. And Sniffles was nice, okay, and litter trained, trained in the litter box. And uh, in the summer months, he had outside stuff. He didn't come in at all. Oh, anyway, we didn't know it, but uh, one of uh, Sniffles' adventures inside, downstairs, uh, apparently we had a freezer. And apparently chewed through the cord. <laughs> okay, and so, and how he lived, I have no idea, because then the freezer went out. We didn't know it, because we didn't go to the freezer. He got through the skin. freezer cord and he didn't yes. die? he didn't die. Well. I have no idea. <laughs> and so, I mean, it kind of maybe hit like an electric fence and had a startled moment, but then lived. I don't know. <laughs> so, mean. anyway, so it was maybe about a week or so. Mom and Dad, Mom went down to get something out of the freezer, and all he heard was this blood curdling, Lloyd! <laughs> It's my dad's name. And, and, and everybody's like, what the hell? What's the matter? What's the matter? What's the matter? And so here, everything was thawed in the freezer. And uh, mom was just livid. And so, and so we're looking around like, what happened? And so then dad pulls the freezer out after we empty it. And here the cord, there's just enough room for sniffles to get behind it. And he had chewed through the cord. And so, yeah, that was in the Sniffles days in the house. <laughs> <laughs> sniffles stayed outside after that. Sniffles was an outdoor rabbit in the winter. No longer did he enjoy the convenience of being inside. <laughs> so, And there are some um, cats now that will chew on cords and yeah. will chew on, essentially, uh, okay, if they chew on cords, what you want to do is get, what is that, P PVC pipe? Is that right? Or is it yeah, PVC, PVC piping. PVC, okay. So you're going to run the cords through the PVC piping, okay? So that will take care of that. And also if you have rabbits. Okay, then on the CPAC machines, uh, some of the tubing and stuff like that, some of the cats will chew on that, and maybe some dogs too. But one caller called it, and what they did is they knitted like a tubular thing to put over it, and the cat left it alone. You know, so that's why what you, if you got somebody chewing on cords and stuff, if you got no one knitter... Have them to a to a knit you a tube that you can slide things through or use PVC pipe. So then that way there, if you got a cat or a dog that's chewing on cords or a rabbit, <laughs> that they can't do it. So you just gotta because you're not gonna be there all the time to watch your cords, right? So you gotta figure out something that will work so you don't you know you're not going through cords left and right. And they're so expensive now. Cords yeah. are so expensive now. <laughs> are they? Yeah, I had an ex whose cat had that problem, and I lost two iPhone cords. Oh, no. And it was, like, you could get the cheapest one in the market that lasts for a year, and it's still, like, $19 now. 
Really? Yeah, it's atrocious. Oh, my. Another yeah. reason to get an Android. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, no, like I say, either knit something so the cords go through, or because um, that makes sense. They don't like two on that kind of stuff. Well, most don't. You know, it, there's exceptions to every rule, right? Yeah, well, some kids like to chew on erasers and some don't. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and how many, how many kids actually use pencils nowadays? They still make them use pencils, I, at the very least, when you're a little kid. Really? Yeah, see, I love pencils. I, and I got an electric pencil sharpener. I love playing with that thing. Oh, your Ticonderoga no. number twos? Yes, number twos. Yeah, yes, the yes, Ticonderoga yes. are the best. Yes, and there is a difference in the, di- the pencils, how they write. Oh, yeah. There is definitely a difference. Same with the colored pencils. Now, the, I've tried a lot of colored pencils because I do that doodle art. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now they come up with coloring book doodle art. I used to do it when it used to be posters. You know, they were yeah. like wall size posters. But anyway, and so I would buy, oh, I'll try this. And they were just junk the way they would go on to the, the paper. So the Crayola ones were about the only ones that I really, really liked. Oh, <laughs> you got to get the brand name. You got to uh, get the brand name. Well, see, I was trying to go out brand, but yeah, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you one last uh, trivia question here. Okay, ready? Yeah. One ton of recycling paper saves 17 trees. And, oh, wait, I forgot. <laughs> was that the answer? <laughs> yeah, it was the answer. <laughs> you know what? I didn't write down the question. Okay. What, one ton of recycled paper saves 17 trees. And will add also uh, the resources, you know, to pr- process those 17 trees it saves. Okay. So apparently I didn't write down the question. I just wrote down the answer. <laughs> well, now One you know. Start recycling. Paper. There you go. I do. I do. I can. I got tons of because bo- you know, um, we usually burn. You know, a lot of stuff. You know, yeah. the paper. Mm-hmm. You know, type. And we've cut down a lot of trees, so we got a lot of trees to burn because it's been so dry. Obviously, to say, I have in me and Amazon are very good friends in, in many weeks. <laughs> I have. I had to start breaking my boxes down because normally I just throw it on the burn pile. You know, because we were bur- once a week, one a couple times, once a month for sure, we'd be burning. We haven't burned since last. Uh, winter when there was a whole bunch of snow out, and anyway, so need to say my boxes are piling up, piling up. You know, I'm breaking them down, but it's really stack is getting pretty high. I think I'm gonna have to put them in the recycle bin now, or just so. wait till Christmas. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. That's very true. Oh well, okay. Well, let's say I like that we got what five minutes. No, you got ten seconds. I don't know what oh, you're I got talking 10 about. Seconds? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm looking at the wrong clock. Well, okay. <laughs> Ellie, once again, you did a great job, and I'm sure you're worn out after this whole state fair business. Oh, yeah. I want to listen to it say, everybody, for listen, let me do be your nooner every Sunday. We'll be live and in studio next Sunday. So I appreciate you all listening, and you take care, and live for the Minnesota State Fair. Until next year, have a good one. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. Bye-bye.